Life is to be lived. Lived before you die. Don't waste a second of this precious gift. You're here for a reason. Never stop asking why. The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. Here are seven things I need to tell you about life. Number one, life is not meant to be so serious. Make time for fun, for joy, for play. Alan Watts once said, This is the real secret of life. To be completely engaged with what you are doing in the here and now. And instead of calling it work, realize it is play. Don't trust anyone that tells you life has to be serious. Don't believe anyone that says there is no time for fun, joy, laughter in every or any day. When you are young, life is nothing but fun. The important lesson most of us adults still need to learn is that life is not meant to be so serious. We can easily forget that our lives do not last forever. This is why it is important to remind yourself one day, you, like all other humans, will die. When we remind ourselves of our certain death, when we remind ourselves of the fact that we do not know when it will all end, when we really take that in, the impermanence of it all, maybe then, maybe then, we can start taking everything a little less seriously. Most people are struggling so hard to get the job, to get the extra money so they can impress people who they really don't like and those people really don't care about them or about any of that anyway because they're doing the same thing searching for one achievement that one amount of money that will make everything better but money doesn't make us feel worthy only we can do that maybe we don't need to stress so much about our weight our skin our bank account or what other people think of us I challenge you to look at life not as a struggle or a strain or a destination that is somewhere else needing to be reached, but a journey, a challenge to see how much joy you can squeeze out of every day. Then, whether or not you get the big house or the fancy car, it won't matter, will it? Because no matter what happens, you will have what most don't. Three things money can never buy. Joy, peace, and passion for life. Create a life that feels good on the inside, not just one that looks good on the outside. It is during our darkest moments that we must focus to see the light. Number two. Circumstances will never define you unless you decide to let them. Let me tell you a little life fact. If you are blessed enough to reach adulthood, there is a 100% chance, yes, 100% chance, that life will dish you up some things that you did not plan for, nor did you want in your life experience. These things are called character building moments, life lessons, challenges sent, 
Maybe to give your life more meaning. Maybe just something you need to deal with in your own time, in your own way. Wayne Dyer once said, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. When you change the way you look at these life challenges, sometimes you will find they are not problems or misfortunes, but redirections, sometimes blessings. Maya Angelou said, you may not control all of the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. Don't fight against life. When challenges come, as I guarantee they will, see if you can continue to give your best to the present moment in front of you. Be open to the fact that you do not know how anything will turn out, including this hard moment in front of you. Trust that it was for the best for you or for someone else. See if you can find meaning in any of it, even the hardest moments. Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. Number three, if you don't learn to control your mind, your mind will control you. The Buddha said, the mind is everything. What you think, you become. And that is not an extreme statement. Humans are said to have over 60,000 thoughts a day. That is not the problem. The problem is most people are having these thoughts on autopilot. And many of them are not positive. Most people are programmed by society, by the news channels, by social media. They believe everything they read. They are reactive and when a challenge appears in their life, they don't know how to handle it because they don't know how to think for themselves. Rather than responding calmly and sensibly to fix a small challenge, they react in anger and escalate the challenge into a monster problem. Learning to control your mind and to control your emotions is key to living a life in control. Not in control of circumstances, but in control of how you feel about them. Which is more important than being in control of circumstances, because that is something you have no control over. You control your mind and emotions through daily rituals, consistent self-work every day, repeating powerful processes that are proven to promote calm, positive feelings. Meditation, daily gratitude, prayer, exercise, detoxing from all negativity, specifically news, negative influences, and social media, all of these things are crucial to living a beautiful life. Ultimately, every individual is responsible for how they feel. Next time you react in anger, know that it is you that needs to do more work, not the circumstance or the person that made you angry. No matter what is going on around the world, inside your world, it can be a magical, peaceful place. If you're not going with the flow, you're going too slow. Number four, make a plan, but go with the flow as well. Jim Rohn once said, if you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? 
not much. Planning doesn't mean being attached to the outcome, though. If you plan to take your umbrella on a walk to deal with the rain, but your umbrella breaks, learn how to dance in the rain. What does that have to do with your life? Well, most often in life, you want to avoid getting wet. As in, you want to avoid getting in financial trouble, having health issues, having relationship or emotional problems, having a bad day, a bad week, bad year, or labeling your life as bad. How do you avoid the rain of life? You avoid it by planning. Not for circumstances to be perfect, but planning to do the work on you every single day. Planning exercise and healthy eating so your body is strong, healthy, and vibrant. Planning daily rituals like meditation, gratitude, prayer, journaling, or anything else that puts you in a great space. All of these things have a profound and compounding effect on your life. The people you attract, the relationships you attract and strengthen, how you feel about yourself. Now, of course, not everything always goes to plan. So when a challenge appears, when the rain of life comes down, learn how to dance in the rain, how to flow with it, and most importantly, plan to get back on track. As Benjamin Franklin once said, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Care about what other people think and you will always be their prisoner. Number five, you'll never be able to please everyone. Yes, that's right. Even Mother Teresa has haters. No matter how pure your soul is, unfortunately, the reality of human beings is that we are all so different. And because of those great differences, we are all vibrating on very different levels. Some people are just not ready for kindness, peace, compassion. Some people aren't ready for anything positive. Don't let that get to you. It's nothing personal. It's just the very fact that everyone is so different. And from their difference in upbringing, circumstances, and environment come differences of opinion and differences in reactions. Just because they don't agree with you, or even if they are against you or your ideas, doesn't mean you can't find a way to either get along with them or let them go their own way in peace. The very thing you don't want to do is fight back and bring more negative energy to any situation. Let those who differ from you, differ from you. Be an example of someone who allows all others to have their opinion without being affected. Move on with your life without hate. There is no need for everyone or anyone to agree with you. Be so busy improving yourself that you don't even notice negativity coming your way. Be so focused on making a positive difference in the lives of those who want to hear from you that you fail to hear from those who don't. Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. Number six. You won't be happy if you're being someone else, trying to fit in with others. Be yourself and do it with pride. Genuine happiness will never come to you if you are changing who you are to please other people. 
You cannot be genuinely happy if you are not genuinely you. Be comfortable being you around everyone and anyone. All the wrong people will leave you. And that's okay because the right people will stay. The right people as in those who love the real you exactly as you are. As Dr. Seuss said, be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. How people treat you is their karma. How you react is yours. Number 7. Those who are stuck in their own misery will try to drag you into their dark hole. Don't let anyone steal your joy. Wayne Dyer said, "Loving people live in a loving world. Hostile people live in a hostile world. Same world." The nature of some human beings is that they don't want to see you happy because they haven't yet achieved it for themselves. Many people live in a hostile universe and perhaps unknowingly, perhaps unintentionally will try to drag you into this hostile universe so they are not alone in there. Never change who you are and drop down into this hostile world. If you remain true to you, committed to this loving universe you live in, committed to your own well-being, your own peace, joy, and magic you are living in every day, sooner or later, all those people will stop trying to drag you down and instead ask you to help them up to your world. Be the light for others to find their way. Be the example that changes not only your life but others through your own positive life experience. Eleanor Roosevelt said, "No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Don't allow the bitterness of others inside your heart. They don't want to be there either. They need someone to show them the way. So many people are hurting, and they hide that hurt with bitterness and judgment. Wherever you can, in any day, in any moment, be that light for someone else." lighten their day with your genuine kindness even if they don't give it back be a positive example for this world for most of us Our experience of life is always trying to get somewhere else, somewhere other than where we are. We're trying to make it, to achieve something, something that will make everything better. We're all trying to get that person, that house, that job, that award, that thing that will change everything. Very few of us are present. Very few of us enjoy the moment we are actually living in because most of us are hoping for some better future moment somewhere else that is not here somewhere else that is better than this moment but what if there is nowhere else what if that somewhere else never comes what if it does come and it doesn't change how we feel What if we achieve everything 
we believe we want, yet still feel empty. What if that place we are all seeking is really only a feeling? What if we could stop seeking and start feeling how we want to feel without needing anything? What if that feeling of importance we seek is all an illusion, a construct of the world, nothing more than our ego trying to compete with other egos? What if we've been playing this human game all wrong our entire lives? What if we would let it all go? Not the striving to be our best, not the wanting to be our healthiest or happiest self, but the ego's never-ending and ultimately impossible search for significance. What if we could be kinder to ourselves? What if we didn't need validation from others, validation from achievements or status or winning? What if we didn't need anything outside ourselves to be happy? What if we didn't need anything outside ourselves to be at peace, to enjoy life now? What if we could focus on what matters, how we feel, the only thing that matters? What if that was all just one decision away? Maybe we should all take a moment to think about it. You are not your past. You are not your mistakes. You are not your failures. You are not who you were yesterday. You are not even who you were this morning. You are who you decide to become, who you commit to become. You could be one decision away from a completely new life. We are all capable of reinventing ourselves. There's absolutely no reason why anyone should live in the dark times of their past when their future is bright and waiting for them. Holding on to things that have gone wrong in the past is never going to serve your future. It's never going to make you feel good in the present. It will only increase your suffering. So you have to ask yourself, is that event, that moment from my past, that moment that is over now, worthy of sucking all the joy out of my present and my future? Am I really going to let that moment, that person or event win? Am I really going to let that take away all the joy of my future? Let it go. We all make mistakes. We all do. Those who move on have the greatest chance of joy, both now and in the future. Forgive yourself. Forgive everything and everyone and feel the weight drop from your shoulders as you walk towards your new life. Repeat to yourself every day, I am not my past. I am not my mistakes. I am not my failures. I am who I decide to become. I am who I commit to become. I commit to become the best I can be. I forgive. I move on. I look forward to the new me. My best is yet to come.
Michael Landon once said, somebody should tell us right at the start of our lives that we are dying. Then we might live life to the limit. Every minute of every day, do it, I say. Whatever you want to do, do it now. There are only so many tomorrows. Isn't it amazing? We all know we are dying. We all know there's a chance there won't be a tomorrow. Yet none of us really live like we know that. Too few of us really appreciate each moment like we know that we're here for a short time only. Too few of us live a life we want to live, a life we are proud to live. Too few of us live with purpose and meaning. Thich Nhat Hanh said, People say walking on water is a miracle, but to me, walking peacefully on earth is the real miracle. Too many of us are walking around this earth frantic, stress-filled, and meaningless. We should open our eyes and realize we're not here for long, and we are all one. We should practice the peace we want to see, show the love we want to feel, and be the person we want to be. Wayne Dyer said, loving people live in a loving world. Hostile people live in a hostile world. Same world. It's a choice. It's a decision. We are living in the same world and some of us are living in a loving way and some in a hostile way. We're not here for a long time. Let's make it a joy-filled time. You want more time to yourself? Good, spend more time by yourself. If it's important to you, it's important to your world. It will make you better. And that will make those around you better too. We should remind ourselves that we are all dying. Never should we carry the burden of hate, of regret or disappointment. We only have this moment and this is the only moment we can decide to free ourselves from the past and live fully. Now is the only moment. Reminding yourself that this is a temporary experience frees you from the weight of pressure. Here's a daily affirmation you can try to bring more positivity to your life. Today I will search for blessings. Today I will search for things I can be grateful for. I know I have a lot to be thankful for. I know my life is full of blessings, full of meaning and full of purpose. I am thankful for my life. I know I will be on this earth for a short time. I know I can never know just how short that short time will be. But I do promise to live my best life while I'm here. I know my physical body is dying, but I am living. I am loving my life. I am feeling every blessing 
I am noticing every miracle. I'm taking time to know what's important to me. I'm taking time to understand and live my purpose here on earth. My life is full of meaning. I live in a loving universe, a peaceful world. I will walk peacefully on this earth with optimism, with positivity and joy in my heart. I will be the person I want to be, no matter how short this life may be. I will not stress over things I cannot control. I will look for the good. I know it's always there. I will look for the smiles. I will feel the blessings. I will live today. Today, I would like to propose to you a way of living that if you truly live this way, not only will it improve your life almost instantly, but it will improve the lives of everyone you come into contact with. It's not the magic pill, but it will bring a feeling of magic into your life if you live by it. It's not a winning lottery ticket, but if you live by these principles, you won't need a winning lottery ticket or any amount of money because how you feel will be the reward and no amount of money can buy a beautiful existence. No amount of money can buy a feeling of contentment. No amount of money can buy peace or joy. What is this way of living? It's called non-jar. N-O-N-J-A-R. Living in a state of complete non-judgment, non-attachment, and non-resistance to whatever shows up in your life. Let's dive deeper into these principles. If you give me your attention for the next few minutes, I promise it will be a game changer for you. Non-judgment. How often do we, human beings, judge every situation and circumstance that comes into our lives as good or bad? How often have we all judged situations and circumstances we perceived as bad at the time, but really, they led to something that ultimately changed our lives for the better. Maybe it was a breakup that was devastating at the time, but when looking back seems like the biggest blessing. Maybe it was a job loss or a difficult time financially that we labeled and judged as bad at the time. But if it did not happen, we would not be in the great position we are in now or doing what we now love. Think of an example in your life where you have judged a situation or circumstance negatively, but it turned out to be a blessing in some way. Think of a time when you've judged a person in some way and looking back, you were wrong to do so. The truth is, we do not know anything. We can judge and label situations all we like, 
but we do not know anything. We can't possibly know the greater lesson or future blessing any situation has for our life in the moment it happens. When we step back, especially in difficult situations, and observe rather than judge, we can respond better with more love for others, with more love for the situation, and most importantly, with more love for ourselves. When we respond in presence, rather than in judgment, we can respond better, and the flow-on effect will mean a better life, a life with more ease and joy. Non-attachment. It has been said that attachment is the source of all suffering. Every human being is guilty of this at some point, but perhaps more so the ambitious ones or the achievers among us. It's those situations in which we are so attached to the outcome that we identify with it. And if the outcome doesn't work out as planned, we get upset, depressed, or maybe feel a loss of our sense of self. You might have experienced this feeling when being attached to a person in a relationship or being attached to a certain financial position, being attached to how you are perceived by others, being attached to a result you've been working towards. Non-attachment doesn't mean we don't own things. It means we don't allow things to own us. We don't allow thoughts and emotions and ideals to own us. Non-attachment is being able to live and thrive in this world without being attached to any person, any thought, feeling, emotion, or any outcome in any way. Not being attached to anything, being any certain way. That means being non-attached to any emotion that shows up as well. So many of us beat ourselves up for getting angry, upset, sad, down, or simply not at our best. As if the first emotion wasn't bad enough, we punish ourselves for feeling it. Living in non-attachment, we allow the emotion to take place. Be witness to it and watch it dissolve. We witness the emotion, not judge it. Just like non-judgment, living in non-attachment means living with complete freedom and detachment to what happens. Whatever circumstances arrive, you accept them as if you had chosen them. Accepting them does not mean you give up seeking the things you want. It means whatever happens, you accept, while you continue to work toward the things you really want with presence and clarity. When you live in non-attachment, many of those things you thought you wanted fade away because you realize their insignificance, and that only leaves what is really important. Being attached to anything being a certain way drains you of your power. A Zen proverb that beautifully sums this up says, Consider the trees which allow the birds to perch and fly away without either inviting them to stay 
or desiring them never to depart. If your heart can be like this, you will be near to the way. Non-resistance. Eckhart Tolle says non-resistance doesn't mean doing nothing. All it means is that doing becomes non-reactive. He says, remember the deep wisdom underlying the practice of Eastern martial arts. Don't resist the opponent's force. Yield to overcome. Much like non-judgment and non-attachment, living in a state of non-resistance means you do not resist what happens. You no longer fight what is. What could be more draining of life energy than fighting what is? There is nothing. It is why what you resist persists. Fighting against creates more energy for the thing you are fighting against. Letting go, accepting, and importantly, stepping back and being aware of what is actually happening gives you power. Reacting not in anger or resistance with focus and presence gives you power to change any situation. When we truly live by these principles, our life and our world around us instantly becomes clearer with a greater sense of peace and understanding. Everything becomes lighter and our reactions become clearer. It affects not only our life and our immediate surroundings, but the entire planet. Because what could be more powerful than one person living in a beautiful state? That person's effect on others and the consequent compound effect those people will have on more people, it is profound. What a world we can live in if we dedicate our lives in this way. I pray you all give it a try, in full presence, with pure intentions. Many blessings.